Let me live out my dream. Let me live out this what I intended to be. All right, check, check, check. Y'all tuned in to another episode of the Lead and Be Legendary podcast, a.k.a. the Label podcast. I'm your host, name tag Alexander. It's been about a month. It's been a while that I left y'all without a podcast episode. So what we're going to do right here is get right into it. I'm pretty big on um, just being familiar with what's going on out there in the tech world and, you know, what new apps and platforms are coming in, especially when it comes to benefiting independent artists so we have a special guest on here Derek Zanger of the new app for independent artists called Loom go ahead and introduce yourself to the people Derek how's it going man I really appreciate you having me on here uh, like you said my name is Derek I'm actually one of the co-founders of Loom based out in Brooklyn actually right now we moved out here about probably six weeks ago now from our headquarters in Madison Wisconsin it's been a really 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 great time out here Okay, because that, see, that's what I read, too, because I looked and I saw that it was, um, was is this where the app was developed out in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, or it started, you guys moved to Brooklyn, like you just said, but it was based, where did the whole concept come from? Like, where was this based at? Yeah, I'll actually just kind of dive back into a little bit of our history. So we, our founding team, we started the company actually as a think tank while we were still going to school our senior year at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And initially, we were looking at industries that were rapidly expanding, but didn't necessarily have business models that were quite up to date. Uh, and kind of shockingly, what we learned is that one of the ideal kind of examples of that is how Spotify is right now. You know, they're losing billions of dollars every single year. And what we found is that, you know, even though they're growing really rapidly, a lot of the financial issues that they're experiencing are directly correlated to the frustrations from the majority of their users. Wow. And what we found is that 99% of all music streaming is really only of the top 10% most corporate mainstream music that's out there. So really only 1% of all artists are actually able to make material income from music streaming. So we created Loom, which is a music streaming and discovery application that's actually built on a social network. And what we do is we focus exclusively on emerging and independent artists to really give them a platform where they don't get drowned out by all the corporate mainstream music that you see on these other platforms and that they can actually advocate and brand for themselves and to be able to develop those personal one-to-one -one connections and their own network that's so vital at an early stage to get their music out there, grow themselves professionally, grow their fan base, and also get access to other areas of the industry. So we just launched a platform on July 1st of this last summer. We've had, a, um, you know, a lot of really great successes with it. We have now our headquarters in Madison, Wisconsin. We have a satellite office with our CMO down in Austin, Texas. And then myself and another one of our co-founders, like I said, just came out to Brooklyn about six weeks ago now because we saw a ton of artists getting on the platform from the East Coast and and in the New York City and Brooklyn area. So it just kind of made, uh, made a lot of sense for us to come out here and just get to know the scene a little bit better and understand how we can use the platform and our company to kind of derive value back into the music scene here. That's just, it's so vibrant. And it just kind of needs someone to, I think, you know, speak for it and kind of be that, uh, be kind of like that uh, thing that shines light on everything that's going on out here as well as what's going on in the Midwest and down in Austin. You guys have, like, every genre on there, too. Like, I, I literally went down a rabbit hole. Of course, my base is more so, you know, hip-hop. Mm -hmm. I just went on there, and I saw uh, EDM, 
uh, house music, um, the country, R&B, of course. I, I definitely went down the rabbit hole of R&B. It's like some great artists on there. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow. So even reaching out to them. So it was like I'm noticing. In fact, when I first, the night, I came across it through the Instagram ad. Mm -hmm. Like normally I kind of just breeze through the Instagram ads, but I look. I'm not even sure who the artist was, but he was a rapper, and he was just talking about how it kind of it changed his career. Um, and just he, he just basically said he helped it helped him develop a, a strong like a, a, a true fan base mm -hmm. as for when he uh, discovered the Loom app. And I'm like, well, what is the Loom app? Have I have I heard of this before? So I went and looked. I said, nah. Normally, you, if you, if you like got the iPhone, if you go to like the App Store, if it's an app you downloaded before to show like the little icon that you that you've downloaded this previously, but I looked again. I was like, okay, well, no, this is this is new. So let me just go ahead and check it out. I looked. I said, okay. And what's interesting about it is I was just having a conversation with my DJ, and I was saying that, man, like Spotify, if they wanted to, because like you, I have been seeing articles about how they were losing just billions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, each year. Or so I said, um, okay, how could they corner the market? Like, what could they do to really cater to like independent artists? I think they should set it up to where it's almost like a social network as well. But they never did that. In fact, no other platform did that. But here we have Loom. I said, all right, let me download it. Look around. I decided to set up a profile. And within like, by the end of that night, I literally had like 40 fans. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't want to say fans. I'm pretty sure they're not as familiar with the music just as of yet. But just based off the terms of the app. And I'm like, wow. And I looked, I said... It's probably all rappers. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I look, and I'm like, nah. These are actually people just on here, just looking for new artists to. Look. I said, this is dope. Let me look more into this. And that's when I was like, I gotta talk to whoever is in charge and and, and pick their brain about this app, man, because this is dope. This is great for independent artists in general. All right, y'all. I'm interrupting this episode to let you know about a new song I'll be releasing on November 1st, titled "Soul Speak," featuring Paris Shanae, a singer and songwriter, but also a producer and engineer. The track is produced by Chef K-Dot, who also laced a beat for a track of mine titled The Muscle, featuring Ty Ferris that I released in 2014. Now, as far as Soul Speak, I'm going to be playing a snippet at the end of this episode, but I'll also have a link in the description for listeners to pre-save the song on whatever your preferred app may be to stream or purchase music. But back to the episode. No, I, I love it. I really appreciate it. One of the kind of the coolest things I think we've seen is you know, we launched the platform, like I said, not too long ago, and we were really, I guess, genre agnostic. Uh, we had kind of a, a pretty even, I guess, distribution of probably the, the main genres that are out there, you know, hip-hop, R&B, uh, rap, EDM, future-based trap, like all that, uh, indie pop. And But I think because of a lot of the areas that we are actually in uh, physically – We've seen just kind of like, especially in the last couple of months, this explosion of, you know, hip hop and R&B on the platform that's been, I wouldn't say we're like dominated by that by any means, but that's that's definitely kind of like the, the emphasis and I think the, the focus of a lot of our users that are on the platform right now. And there's just so much unbelievable talent that we see coming on the platform every single day from all across the country. It's It's people that no one really has any idea who they are and they don't right now have that outlet on other, you know, on other social networks and on other stream platforms where they can really develop right. that necessary fan base for growth. And I think, you know, there's people are kind of looking for an alternative option right now. You know, SoundCloud for a long time was kind of that, that platform for, you know, emerging yeah, and independent artists to kind of experiment with their sound and, 
you know, just kind of get their feet wet a little bit, but it has drastically changed over these last couple of years in kind of the worst way. And, it, you know, people are kind of bailing from it right now. It's, it's not organic. It's not authentic. There's this weird clout culture that exists on yep. it where people are paying for followers and for streams and for exposure. And, you know, we, we really try to stay organic and as true as we possibly can and let the community and the user base that's on the platform really dictate who should be getting exposure, who should be getting shared and who should be getting streams um, and who should be getting attention. And it's not about money. It's not about clout right now. I think that's been really refreshing for a lot of the users that are on the platform right now. Cause just, it's not really something that exists in a lot of other areas. Yeah. Cause you can go on here and you can look and like you got is, is exactly what it says. You guys are putting the, the independent artists at the forefront, like the ones mm -hmm. that are the, who might even on there have the, uh, the most listeners or the, the, the most, I guess I should say plays as well. Whereas you go onto a, a, a platform such as a Spotify or Apple music, which don't get me wrong. They're convenient for those of us who are trying to find mm -hmm. music on a mainstream level for artists that we are familiar with, but it's, it's for when it comes to independent culture, it, it's not, I hate the word culture, but it is, it's not there. It's like you're, you're looking at what maybe 10, the top 10 mainstream acts in the game, just, just, flooding the the platform yep. so it's like okay well, where are the independent artists and even if you search you're not really finding them there is you're gonna have to just come across that maybe by word of mouth or uh in the in the section where they have where it may say artists similar to you might get lucky with that but here with loom it's, it's right there in front of you like these are the the top independent acts here and it's like it's nobody i've ever heard of and i'm checking out the music like oh yeah this is nice <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's great too because those other platforms, there's almost no sort of personal connection that you can develop between a fan and an artist, or even as an artist to an artist. And that's really um, something that's really important for artists that are just starting to get out there is to you know get to know other artists, collaborate and work with other artists because everyone can offer each other something that they don't originally have, and they can help each other grow and. To date, I think the most effective thing that we've been able to do is create this networking tool with artists where they can meet other artists that are kind of at a similar stage um, in their career and work with them. I don't know what the exact number is, but, you know, we have like a direct messaging feature on the application yeah. that artists find really valuable. And we've had thousands of tracks that have been created in the last couple of months from artists that have met each other on the platform like right now we're actually doing like a there's like a remix competition going on in the application with an austin artist called daddy nat his one song is a song called one night which is unbelievable if you haven't checked it out 110 percent recommend going and doing it and what's his name again daddy nat i can remember that okay uh i can share it with you as well but he's doing a remix competition right now and I think he's had over 77 people that have submitted remixes for it. So it's just That's like, insane. it's little things like that, that really don't have an option for on other platforms and people just love doing stuff like that. And it really just creates a community around individual artists and around, you know, different scenes that are going on across the country that don't really, you don't really see that right now. It, it's a, it gave me a, um, a sense of nostalgia from MySpace, like early MySpace, mm -hmm. not like I'm talking like before they took that dive and they started to add too much to where it was like, okay, this is not what it used to be. Whereas MySpace, like like with Loom now, it was you could you know you could put up a track, people would like the track, 
they were shared they were able to share the song or add it they could pin it to their profile or whatever or in the however they did it and like like i said they can message you um and, and but it's like it, it lost that essence and started adding too much and it became like uh and it was and then also it wasn't it was great for independent artists but then it started to get flooded with the with the mainstream mm-hmm. you know what i mean so what that's what I think is so great about that. I kept looking like, wow, it's, it's a sense of nostalgia, but it's also current at the same time. Yeah. I think, you know, people, especially artists, when they get on the platform for the first time, I think they just have this, like, sense of, I don't want to put, like, words in their mouth, really, but almost a sense of, like, relief. And, you know, they, they can breathe feely, freely now. You know, they're not they're not getting swamped by a bunch of people paying for exposure plays they're not getting overshadowed by the huge players in the game and they can you know they can take that time to actually get to know other people that are interested in what they're doing and genuinely enjoy their music and enjoy interacting with them as a as a human being and as an artist so it's just i think it's super super refreshing yeah because i I put a few songs on there and thank you because i saw that you liked and shared a few of them as well i'm gonna eventually just start adding my catalog on there just so people can see yeah, like, yeah, I love this, it. This, this catalog goes deep. Like if you need to hear it here, but if you want to go on the other platforms and add it, then that's fine as well. But, and, and you guys even got it where you can create the playlist. I'm like, okay, this is I'm like, man, this is dope. <laughs> like it's nothing really. I didn't see any, any miss anywhere on the app. I'm like, oh, this is dope. And then you could post uh I just discovered yesterday. I was like, well, can you post videos? And I started looking, I was like, well, yeah, you could do that too. <laughs> so like, there's nothing on here that you can't do. And at the same time, you get to interact with new listeners. That's that's great, man. Yeah, you know, we've taken uh, a lot of time and care to make sure that we can fully integrate the full functionality of both a social network and a streaming platform into one application, not make it feel kind of kind of clunky and, and disjointed in any way, because you know, to be honest, there has been a number of other, you know, streaming companies that have existed over the years that have kind of tried to go the social route a little bit. And I think they've just, they've kind of missed on a lot of different aspects and, you know, where we come in, not only with the platform, but also with the community that we've been able to cultivate around the application, I think has really allowed us to, um, I'm trying to think of the correct word, but really kind of distance ourselves from what other people have done and set us up for a really good you know path forward it's been it's been absolutely amazing we've been able to partner with some really really uh key industry players one of our our main partners actually back in madison is um they're called frank Productions. they're a full service concert promoter they own most of the venues in the madison area Uh, they're actually a, a subsidiary of live nation as well but it allows us to give these live entertainment opportunities to artists on the platform and actually an outlet for them to physically showcase their talent and grow their fan base in real time and in the real world. One of the cool things we're doing actually coming up this next Saturday, so the 26th, is Frank Productions every year. They put on what's called Freak Fest in Madison, which is a 30,000-person Halloween festival. And because of our our partnership that we have with them, we got our own stage of of um, on the for the festival. You know, there's there's three different stages. They block off this entire street, and then crossing streets, there's there's stages here and like little yachties headlining it. But we got our own stage, and we plugged it all with Loom Artists. And actually, right now, ten of the sixteen artists that are on the platform 
are all loom artists and we didn't even like plug all of them in there. It's just that, you know, the artists that we have on the platform uh, have seen a lot of really great growth from it and have a lot of really great pull within the Midwest. Uh, and, you know, they're not artists that a lot of people are super familiar with. So it's been, I'm, I'm really excited for that. I'm a little bummed actually that I can't go out there uh, back to Madison for it, but I know the rest of our team there is going to have an absolute blast and the, the artists that are performing are going to absolutely kill it. So I know, I know as well with the, um, I got, I seen where you could share like the, the link, you know, copy the link, share it via social media, <laughs> but for people that have such, especially as myself, that have their own websites, do you have it to where there's like a um, embed feature where you can actually embed a player into your own website? That way, if, if people that are familiar with the artist's website, they go there and it's, it's let's say if it's a Loom exclusive, it's going to direct them back to Loom anyhow. Is that something that you guys have? Not currently, um, at least not like the direct streaming capability. You can... Mm -hmm. You can share that like that link, and if they have the app, it'll take them into the app to listen to it, or it'll take them to download the app on the app store. Um, but that's something that will the like the embedded player will is something that will come eventually. You know, we're iOS exclusive okay. right now. We actually just hired two Android developers. They started two weeks ago, um, and we're cranking through that right now. So hopefully Android within the next couple of months, and then right after they're done with that, we're going to switch over and start building out the the full web platform as well. Because, um, nice. you know, I think it, it definitely is something that our users have been really excited about. We get people every single day that are reaching out to us asking when well, when's Android coming? Um, is it coming soon? When You know, so it's uh, we're going to be really, really jacked when we can finally get that out. What about for um, I guess I would say like people that are interested in investing, actually, uh, being that it's still an early app. Is there how do we go about doing that? Mm -hmm. So right now, we actually do not have uh, any investment opportunities. Prior to launching, we had raised two separate financing rounds um, okay. of about $1.4 million. And that's really given us a lot of really great opportunities for growth to build the team out. You know, when we launched the application, we only had uh, two developers. Now we have, you know, we have two more. Uh, we have a CMO, which we didn't have when we first launched. So we've been able to grow our team. And we've been able to grow the markets that we're in physically because of the money we've been able to raise and really not only develop a really great product, but also, um, you know, like I said, the live entertainment opportunities, throw shows, host shows, sponsor shows, and give a lot of the artists, um, you know, live entertainment opportunities, like I said, which has been really great. So back to your question, unfortunately not right now, but, um, you know, if, how, if we see things go how they are currently going and we – you know, keep growing the, the user base and the fan base and the music catalog that's on there, then, yeah, we're going to eventually raise uh, raise some more money. This is going to be crazy. I got my eye on this, man. Like, And, of course, I'm on the app now, so it's like I'm definitely going to continue to add music. Like I said, I want to get my, my catalog going there for the most part. It's going to take time because I got a pretty lengthy catalog. <laughs> but Dude, your song, uh, Work When Repeat, I'm a big fan. Dude, anything that has uh, has that brass at the beginning, I'm a, I'm a sucker Thank for Thank you, it. man. I appreciate it. That was uh, my brother, actually, Black Beethoven, who produced that. And also, uh, it's uh, the artist that features on there, she's more so been heavy on SoundCloud and YouTube. She she was a uh, Junie. She also produces as well, but she sings. She also plays the guitar. Um and it's just interesting because I reached out to her. I'm waiting on her to respond back, but she would be perfect for that app because she was uh, releasing like a, a freestyle for the most part every Tuesday. And I was like, 
that's I think that's nice. She's doing it on SoundCloud. She's doing it on YouTube, but it's not getting the type of traction I feel it would get. And it just so happened that same night is when I came across the app, and I'm like, <laughs> yo, like this is perfect. So I'm a I'm gonna get her on there. I'm gonna get her on there. I'm gonna keep. I'm awesome. Staying I appreciate it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I got everything, man. This is great. Uh, let the people know the website where they can find you guys on social media. This this is a good one, man. Yeah, so we are on the on web. We're lum.fm, and then you can find us on the App Store at lum or loom. And then on socials, Twitter is we are loom, and then Instagram is loom.music. Okay. Awesome, awesome. I appreciate you for jumping on, man. Just last minute for the most part. I'm like, yo, I need you to get the Anchor app so we can come No, in. dude, I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I'm um, I'm going to edit this. I'm not sure how soon I'm going to have it. I'm going to probably stack a couple more episodes, but I'm going to edit this, and I'm going to have it to you as soon as possible. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me on, Alexander. No doubt, man. Likewise. Uh, lead and be legendary. Yeah. Being a father, dealing with fear of failure. Dear Lord, I got a child to be here for. I pray for strength to never fail her. I've been a broken spirit that's a need of healing. Just venting, revealing feelings. I know it's so unhealthy to conceal them. See, that's how you can dumb out. Started understanding the business of this industry, and it took all of the fun out. Had to find a balance. Music on television, I monetize my talent. And that's a whole new path, but I'm up for the challenge. Tying up my do-rag, this ain't a new wave, it's just a new tag. If I smoke the blunt, it get blew back. To ease my mind, instead I take me a dose of the rhodiola to control the serotonin. But whenever anxiety get bogus, as far as success, you let them tell it. I miss my moment, but they got glaucoma getting the vision twisted. This is prescription. I listen to the beat and had to let my soul speak.